Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing Ecclesiastes chapter 2. This time we're looking at verses 17 through 23 in the New King James Version. And this is still the preacher. This is Solomon uh, still talking. It says, Therefore, I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was distressing to me for all is vanity and grasping for wind. Then I hated all my labor in which I toiled under the sun because I must leave it to the man who will come after me. And who knows whether he will be wise or a fool. Yet he will rule over all my labor in which I toiled, in which I have shown myself wise under the sun. This also is vanity. Therefore I turned my heart and despaired of all the labor in which I had toiled under the sun. For there is a man whose labor is with wisdom, knowledge, and skill. Yet he must leave his heritage to a man who has not labored for it. This also is vanity and a great evil. For what has man for all his labor and for the striving of his heart with which he has toiled under the sun? For all his days are sorrowful, and his work burdensome. Even in the night his heart takes no rest. This also is vanity. Again, Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 17 through 23 in the New King James Version, which titles it, The End of the Wise and the Fool. And the entire chapter is titled by the commentary, Life in the View in View of Death. And verses 12 through 23, which I read 17 through 23, is subtitled, The Certainty and Cruelty of Death. I'll be back to share some uh, insights from the commentaries and also some uh, thoughts for meditation. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thanks for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow on any major listening platform. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and almost all major listening platforms. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Podchaser. Again, we're looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 17 through 23. And this is subtitled, Death Defeats All Accomplishments. And thank God, as a Christian, we don't have to feel that way. Remember, Solomon is in a state of apostasy. He's uh, uh, separated from his faith when he's writing this. Solomon came to the idea that he hated life itself because life is subject to so many toils and troubles. 
in a constant series of disappointments. And you know what? That is life. Life has its ups and downs. It has its troubles, but it has its triumphs. It has its disappointments, but it has times where we have those those uh, moments where there's sunshine. And I started to think about how many times in, in my life's journey that I faced troubles and disappointments that brought me to despair. But like David, who is Solomon's dad, Solomon's father, I always look to God for sustaining grace and favor to continue because I could wallow or I could dust myself off and get up, praise God that yes, I'm down, but thank God I'm back on my feet again. I'm not going to feel sorry for myself because I have a God that I can lean on and run to when I'm in trouble. When uh, we know, I know that trouble doesn't last always. It's like the rain. If it rained all the time, nothing would ever grow. If it was sunshine all the time, everything would burn. So God gives us a balance and we praise God for that. Solomon stated again that he felt like he was chasing the wind, which is of course a senseless and futile activity because nothing is ever gained. Nothing is ever accomplished. His efforts were unending and ineffective is how he felt because he's looking at all that he's done. Now, he grew up in a king's house, and one of his dad said to him, am I going to leave my, my labor, my wealth to a fool? Because that's what Solomon says, says in this passage. Who's going to inherit all, my, all of my labor? Solomon was in despair because all of the work, all of his great works, he would have to leave them behind. He could not at that take death take anything with him, and no one does. I hear ministers say all the time, "There's no um, Rolls Royce in the in the hearse. There's no, nobody's buried in a Rolls Royce. Nobody has a U-Haul going to the gravesite. All that's here has to be left here for generate for the next, you know, for your heir, three generations." And I was thinking, and I sent my brother a text. Um, we've had a barbershop in our family for three generations. My dad started it. My brother now is the owner, and his son works with him. And his son has daughters. So I sent my brother a text. Uh, the fourth generation, will there be barbers or will there be beauticians? So that's something to think about. And I'm one, and my dad groomed him. He wanted someone to be able to take over the family business. And I'm sure that's how Solomon felt. He wanted someone to be able to walk in his footsteps, but he has to look at himself. Did he raise a fool? And we know that he did because of the way he lived. He could not, uh, let's see, he built an estate. He did all the, he was, um, all of his laboring, he built it in wisdom and knowledge and uh, equity. But he would um, not, let's see. Uh, oh, the person who would gain it, uh, they would gain it and they didn't do anything. And would they be wise enough to keep it? Or would they be one who loses it all? The idea that Solomon might leave all of his works and material wealth to a fool seemed to trouble him. And again, I'm wondering if that's what he heard his dad say. Maybe he heard David say that. Am I leaving all that I've done to a fool? Or Solomon, you see that I have all of this faith 
And here you have Solomon in all this despair. He's the opposite of his dad in, uh, the, and in the spiritual realm because David always went to God when he was in trouble. Um, it's, and I keep losing my spot, so y'all bear with me. Let's see. The concern, okay, the concern was well-founded because after Solomon's death, Rehoboam turned out to be a fool in many ways. And that's in 1 Kings chapter 12 and in 1 Kings chapter 14. Solomon, the wisest of all men, made the worst use of his wisdom. You know how? He had 700 wives and 300 concubines and yet left only one son behind to possess his estate and his throne. And that was the silly, the silliest of fools. And that's in the commentary that I didn't come up with that. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we know trouble doesn't last always. We thank you that you do create heirs. And God, it's our, our job to train the, uh, the ones behind us, the ones that will uh, be our legacy, how to live for you and how to use uh, whatever we've left them. If we've left generational wealth, that they use it wisely. If we... Uh, left a legacy of, of, of faith and favor and we th thank you because I know I I am a part of a legacy of faith and of favor and I thank you for it and I praise you for it God those who need you in a special way answer prayers and meet needs in the name of Jesus amen thank you for spending time in God's word with me be blessed.